Hello and welcome. My name is Craig Worrell with God Size Stories Podcast. Welcome to Pastor Terry's Four Minute Devotions. May the Lord bless you through this message. The Royal Wedding. Everyone loves a royal wedding. Well, most people anyway. The celebration, the fanfare, the grandeur, the outfits, the fairy tale. In an unusual move for a psalmist, the author of Psalm 45 introduces himself to us at the beginning in verse 1, excited to read his poem for the king and his new bride on the day of their marriage. He gushes praise and lavishes compliments on both husband and wife. So to the husband, you are the most excellent of men in verse 2. And to the new bride, the king is enthralled by your beauty, in verse 11. Like a toast proposed with glasses held high, he declares future victories over the king's enemies, awesome deeds, in verse 4, and a long-lasting throne. Their future sons are to be princes in the land, the royal dynasty to be remembered for many generations. But I found myself wondering, why this piece of literature is in the Bible, why it's even in the Psalter, as grand and descriptive as it is, what's the point? Well, perhaps there are two reasons. First, the king is described as one whose scepter, which is a symbol of authority, will be a scepter of justice in verse 6. His lips are to be anointed with grace, in verse 2. This is not a self-serving king. This is one who hates wickedness, in verse 7, and so will represent the God who put him there. He will speak on behalf of the Lord, and his actions will reflect the Lord's character. And at the end of the day, we all want leaders like that today, don't we? The court poet is urging his king to be that man, to step up to the heavenly call of representing God with integrity. So in verse 4, In your majesty, ride forth victoriously on behalf of truth, humility and righteousness. But I don't think this is just about royalty or kings or, or even modern day leaders. You and I may not be an ancient monarch, but perhaps the psalmist is describing our destiny too. To step up to the call upon our lives, to represent God in our community and in our generation. Peter wrote uh, these words in 1 Peter 2.9, You are a chosen people a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness and into his wonderful light. The second reason for the psalm to be in the Bible, I believe, must surely be that it points to Christ. The writer of Hebrews in chapter 1, 8 and 9 quotes verses 6 and 7 of this psalm to describe the Son of God. Your throne, O God, will last forever and ever. A scepter of justice will be the scepter of your kingdom. You have loved righteousness and hated wickedness. Therefore, God, your God has set you above your companions and anointed you with the oil of joy. And one day we will attend and participate in 
the royal wedding to eclipse all royal weddings. As believers in Jesus, we are today and will be that bride in Psalm 45, clothed with the beautiful garments of salvation that are mentioned in verse 14, welcomed into the king's throne room with joy and gladness. Despite our past, we stand forgiven and we will be beautiful, surrounded by his love. Remember it said in the psalm, forget your people and your father's house. The king is enthralled by your beauty. Well, perhaps that is a call for us today to walk away from the life that God rescued us from and embrace the beauty of the life he has called us to. So what's the point of this psalm? This is a psalm calling all God's people to step up, to be God's royal representatives and his beautiful bride. There is no higher calling. Here's a suggested way of praying. Read the psalm again. Consider the attributes of the king. If we are the body of Christ, to ask the Lord to show you how you might display truth, humility and justice in your world. Look at the descriptions of the wife, the bride. If we are the bride of Christ, to ask the Lord to reveal how we might display her beauty to the watching world. If you enjoy biblical, Christ-centred messages, then there are plenty more at 4-Minute Devotions, the podcast. Here, the scriptures are the main source of inspiration, and we visit many books of the Bible from both the Old and the New Testaments. We want to hear what God's Word says as the Holy Spirit gives us understanding. Covering a large range of subjects, all devotions are designed to encourage, inspire and point to Jesus and maybe even challenge us a little. If you would like to receive these regularly, please subscribe at terrynightingale.com That's T-E-R-R-Y-N-I-G-H-T-I-N-G-A-L-E.com or through your normal podcast provider. May the Lord bless you through these messages.